I don't know what we're talking about. We have the biggest note we've ever had. Well, I mean, that's what happens when <laughs> not only did we take a serious break, but stuff happened every single week. Oh, yeah. That we were not able to get together and record. New Apple hardware, new Apple platforms, streaming services, whatnot. I don't. I mean, this can't be like us going through all those things that happened because it happened so long ago. But I feel like we got to talk a little bit about <laughs> some what, of it. What else do we do? I got new AirPods. Oh, great! <laughs> they're 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 wonderful. They new, new chip is way. I mean, just like everybody said, it's way fast. It is much more reliable. They're great. So here's my here's my philosophical problem that I'm having with AirPods. I just don't know if I can buy a product that I know is only going to last for about two years and then I'm going to have to buy new ones, which I probably would anyway, right? You know, new ones are going to come out. I'm going to want the new ones. There's probably going to be some better feature that comes along with it, like faster pairing and all that stuff. But I'm just having this philosophical problem now of... I just don't know if I can do it, even though this two and a half years, it's been wonderful. I mean, it was a hot fling for a long time, but then it burned out real fast. And these batteries, and it's not that they just slowly decline. It's like they hit a wall and then they're just done. I mean, I've, I've, I know I've mentioned it on the show before about I got to like, the two hour mark with them right now my left airpod it's not even maybe 30 minutes and just a reminder this is the one that i that i've dropped in the toilet i didn't you know it was knocked out of my ear by my my five-year-old and the one that i didn't do that to it only lasts about five to seven minutes and as soon as i put it back in it says it's 100 percent charged so i don't know what's going on with them but Yes, I would love new ones. I think Brittany would love them, but I don't know. I think I'm much more likely to buy some for her than I am to buy some for myself. And partially because now when I'm at work, I have these these noise-canceling headphones, <laughs> which just are perfect at work. And uh, I, w- I wear those all the time when I'm at work. So the AirPods, have, before the battery decline happened, got a lot less usage. So that's where I'm standing with AirPods. I'm sure they're great. They were always great. They were always they were always the best, Philip. But you know, sometimes love's not meant to be. And uh I might get some for Brittany, but I'm just so afraid she's gonna lose them because it just seems so likely to happen. She's just not gonna be as judicious with them as I am. And so I'm really struggling with that. But I, I don't think I'm gonna get new AirPods. I don't know. It's sad because, man, what a run. What a run we had, AirPods. I mean, if you, if you like your noise-canceling headset at work, then that well changes the equation. I mean, I need those for different reasons. Well, to, to cancel the noise, basically. But the AirPods, they're just so handy, right? They're so, they're well, so perfect. So, <laughs> all that being said, you 
slacked me? Is that is that you messaged me? I slacked you. You slacked me a couple of days ago, maybe, telling me that you're listening to music and podcast with your iPad. <laughs> yeah. Listen. So, because when I'm at work. Again, all of this, this is all occurring mostly at work, right? All the, the majority of, course, that's of my... The majority of our lives yeah, are spent. Yeah. God, thanks for depressing me even further, Philip. Um, when I'm at work, I have my handy dandy 12.9 inch iPad Pro. It basically is my second screen at work, right? Because I, I got the iMac. I'm not a two screen guy with the iMac. It's plenty of screen for me. But I do keep the iPad in this... Um, I don't know if this would be considered the first or second position. It's the second. It's the second position. So it's yes. the more um, vertical position in the the smart keyboard folio, right? It's a little. It's oh, I'm sorry. It's that's, more upright. That's, fir- that's first position. Is that? What, I don't know. I just didn't know if they would if it would go from first from where the keys are, nah. or I didn't know how that would work. No, but I, I, I thought I thought that was. It looked to me from the back like that was second position. You really get a nice angle. You do the, on the second position, close, and closest to the keyboard. <laughs> Wait, now we're saying that's okay. So yes, you do, but it's not great at work because of the stupid fluorescent lights. So the the first position is actually better for me at work. It's because not a reflective screen, is it? <sighs> Shut up. Um. Anyway, uh, I keep this up all day, all day at work. My phone, on the other hand, it's flat, and so when I need to quickly you know, switch to another uh, episode or do something more intense than just hitting the, you know, the, the, the 30 second forward, 15 second back, whatever I'm doing. It's just so much easier to just do that on the iPad. Plus it's just massively huge. Like I can see everything I can see. I can have access to the, uh, the, the play controls while also seeing my, my Levi FM playlist on the, on the left. It's just such a, pleasant layout for me and it doesn't drain my phone's battery while i'm listening to to podcasts all day if overcast is released for the mac would you switch to the mac from the ipad it's possible i think where i would run into problems there is that i don't like to use my wireless headset (laughs) with the with the imac because it's just kind of finicky i don't know what the deal is on the on the imac it's so I have another headset plugged in that I use for that. And plus, <laughs> I'm going to sound bonkers crazy. Uh, there are times when I'm editing video where I have my big noise-canceling headphones on, but only on one ear. And then I'll have the other smaller, but still kind of big headset wrapped around my head as well, but on the other ear so that I can listen to what I'm editing while also listening to a podcast which is probably counterproductive in the long run. Not a good use case for AirPods, that's for sure. Well, it would be if I had AirPods that would last more than five minutes. You, you could buy some. Well. They, they released some. Just go back about three minutes and see philosophical uh, and dilemma. wireless charging is wonderful. Not only that, but I learned, and I don't know why I never realized this before, but now the light is on the front on my wireless charging AirPods case. And so, which is where it should have been the entire time. Sort of, yes. What didn't occur to me is that when the AirPods are out, then the status light, 
I didn't really, I don't know how I just happened upon this, but the status light when the AirPods are both out of the case is green if the case still has, not not fully charged, which is what I always kind of assumed it was. Yeah. Not at all the case. It's if it has a full AirPods charge. So, so like if, if one is in it still? No, no, no. Oh. If, if both of them are out, then the status light tells you either green oh. if it has at least five hours that it can put into your AirPods or it'll be orange not the t- full 24 if it hours. have a full charge that it would give your AirPods if you put them in gotcha. the case. That Which, is confusing. <laughs> if you didn't, I mean, if, once you know, I right, guess. Right, right. I, I always assumed that green was like a, a pretty charged, you know, maybe not fully charged, but pretty charged case. But no, like the case is a 20, case gives you 24 hours of battery life. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking, the green light is not going to go off until you're down to 20% yeah. of, of the cases. But that's really great for efficient, appropriate charging. And all the more when, whenever I see it orange, when I take out the AirPods, I just put it on my mat that sits on my desk or put it, you know, on, on my nightstand. And it really slowly charges them up, which we'll see how it affects the battery. I think it'll, you know, maybe help a little bit. We'll see. So did you get the uh, the the wireless charging case? Yes. Yeah. See, that's another thing that I just don't. I feel like that should have been the same price, and then the 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 quote unquote older no charging case, no wireless charging case. They could have brought that one down. You know. You know what I mean? Like. That also kind of bothers me because, yeah, I want the wireless charging Qi case, and but I don't want to spend two hundred dollars for these headphones. Well, then don't buy them. I'm not, <laughs> but I kind of want to, but I'm not. You know, yeah, like I mean, I'm the, just the price increase didn't bother me at all. I mean, it didn't surprise me at all. It, and and the new chip is much better. I mean, to me, it's it's worth the, the price. Um, I mean, I, well, I, I don't. I don't know if forty dollars is worth the wireless charging. I, I ultimately decided it was, um, and I mean, it's just it's just convenient because the normal case with the newer AirPods, it's still the same price. Right. Yeah. It's still one fifty nine, and you you charge them so infrequently that you know. What, do you fill up? Do you? Because because let me tell you, I don't. It's like they're always. I'm always having to charge them. Well, I can't tell you how many times I had to take them out of the case or put them back in the case, take them out, just just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth on our 13 and a half hour trip back from Panama City Beach. Oh, boy. It was rough. It was rough stuff. I, I assume you've reset them. Holding, uh, yeah. holding the button for 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah multiple times. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're old. I mean, but when you're looking at prices, like I've mentioned before... I'm just looking at like a per, I mean, I'm really looking at like a per workday price. I mean, I use them on the weekends too, depending on what's going on. Uh, but I mean, if you're looking at like 200 workdays in the year, then over two years, you're looking at 400 workdays. So $200 is like 50 cents a day. That's totally worth it. Oh yeah. Listen. To not have wires, I totally d- worth I it. I don't regret the time that we had together. None. But I, I just don't know. It's it's like movie pass. I, I can't I just can't go back to them. Why wouldn't you try for a month? I might. You should. But even still, I've I've been I've been looking on Twitter, I've been watching, you know, because ever since Cinemia just bent us over <sighs> and just 
did something bad. Goodness gracious, that really upset me. Um, I, it didn't upset me as much as it upset some of my friends because I, I felt like I still got my money's worth out of it. You do. I mean, but it's that, still hard to hard to take that one. But Movie Pass did the same thing to us a year ago. But Movie Pass refunded. That's true. Prorated. But they won't now. If you look at their their terms, right? If you if you buy like a year for for a good week after Cinemia closed, they had this special where you could you could prepay for an entire year. Mm-hmm. But it clearly stated this is not refundable. Do they not have that anymore? No, it's already gone. Really? It's this, and this is just the continued shadiness of MoviePass. Their website changes like every other day, and I can't keep track of it. And I keep looking online on Twitter and seeing people posting every day about no showings, no showings. And I just, I can't, I can't trust them again. I'm having serious trust issues, even though. More than anything in the world, I want this service. Like, this is the perfect Levi service. And if we just had an AMC theater here, then it would be a no-brainer to pay 20 bucks a month for the, the whatever they call their thing, the stubs or... Stubs Plus or something. That is an amazing Which is up program. to 785,000 subscribers, three times movie pass, the rap, whatever they are, claims... I, I, I wish we had an AMC here so bad. I wish Cinemark I would just do the same thing. Like, I agree. Come on. This is, this is, if AMC can do it, there's no reason that Cinemark can't do it. I don't know. I mean, AMC is trying, well, maybe they started charging more in certain markets. But anyways, I mean, by and large, it's $20 for three movies a week. That is an incredible loss for the people that are using it. Yeah. I, I can't begrudge Cinemark from a business standpoint to not do that. Honestly, when, when Cinemia gave up the ghost, am I using that term correctly? I think. <laughs> I've never heard that I before. I don't know why. So. It's totally a term. Um, so when they gave up the ghost, meaning uh, of a machine, stop working or die, <laughs> okay. the ghost goes up because... The life part is dead. Yeah. So Cinemia, gone, right? Not even providing refunds. I got to send this letter to USAA to contest the charge because the service is not being provided for a year when we paid for a year. I The only thing I saw online was to to get with your bank and, right. and do, a, do a charge. So I, I called our bank and they said, well, it's older than three months, so you have to send in the mail. You're, you're uh, you know, contesting of the charges from what i read like usa is not bad we'll probably be able to get the money back we'll see i mean honestly though if we don't we still came out way ahead yeah you know i, I for sure did i don't know if britney's did but you know like whatever it i feel like i got my money's worth out and maybe when you combine me and britney together we probably broke even at least i mean it's bonkers like for one thing cinema was great because you can go to the riverdale and I enjoy all these like any movies that only go to the Riverdale. And the Riverdale on a weekend is like $13 plus a ticket. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Yikes. So that's not hard to get your money back yeah. at all. I mean, even even Conway now is over $11 a ticket for a weekend night. 
and you know the rave's about the same so i mean if you go just like several nights i mean not even like 10 nights then you're getting close to the price you paid um so i mean it, it was never gonna work it, it's it just doesn't make any sense and yet when, when we lost it i was really thinking before when i thought movie pass was movie pass and i'm not not gonna do that I thought, well, Cinemark makes sense because Cinemark, the, the tickets carry over. If you're if you're gonna see a night movie every once in a while, mm-hmm. it's worth it to pay eight ninety nine rather than eleven or twelve dollars. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you go to for a matinee, you just pay for a matinee ticket, of course. And then plus, you, you I did sign up for Cinemark's last night actually because we went and saw Endgame uh, for my third time and Britney's second, and uh, you know they waive the online fees. And that's nice. You too. get to pay member price for the any additional tickets. So, and we don't usually buy concessions, but it's it's not a bad deal. Like it's it's fine. But you know, I just want when you have AMC over there doing the they could they could pay they could charge twenty for three movies a month, and I would pay that. But they they give you three a week, and you could see all of them on the same day. Does this sound like an AMC uh, Stubbs list commercial? Because I'm I'm all I'm all on board. I've even thought like, could I just drive to Little Rock when I wanted to go to a movie? That's what I used to do. I mean, that's what I had to do to see a good theater back in you know before we got our got our new Cinemark. But uh, I just you lived a different life back then, though. I did. Yeah, that's true. I didn't have three children, but this. This ideal is just, it's so perfect for Levi. Go see any movie you want, especially when it was Movie Pass. When I got Movie Pass and it was, I could go see a movie every day. Now, did I ever do that? No, I, the most I saw in a month was three. But it was just the thought of, I could do it. Oh, man. There's nothing more joyous to me than going to the movies. And, it's great. Oh, it's wonderful. <sighs> which is why I've signed up again. Because, and so I signed up when they did have the year going on, the year for $10 a month. Yeah. But you got to pay for all 12 months at once. With your checking account. Sure. And I don't, I don't know why, like, what's, what's the difference? I guess because they're not getting charged fees. They don't want to pay 3% to the credit card company. Yeah. (laughs) They've got slim margins, Levi. They need Uh, every bit that they can get. Um, so I talked about it with Blair and said, hey, this, I'm reading Reddit. Some people got movies, some people don't. But by and large, people that said, I don't go see movies all the time. I see them, you know, three or four a month. And I've got most of the movies most of the time. People that saw a lot more movies would be like, yeah, this week I didn't get very many movies offered to me, which is what they will tell you they're going to do. Yeah, they're upfront you know? about it. Yeah, for sure. So I, I still don't understand how they're going to make any money. I still don't think it is a lasting... Uh, concept but as long as they want to be a you know be a loss leader for the for the movie theater industry i'm on board <laughs> and i just so basically it, it was ten dollars a month if you pay for the whole year or it's fifteen dollars a month if you pay month by month well for those scoring at home 120 dollars, which is the full year if you pay for the year divided by 15 would be eight months so basically my my calculus is do i think this is going to go less greater than or less than eight months like that's the over under i'm taking the under yeah I, I think that's smart but i will take as many months at 15 dollars a month for 
a movie every single day that you want within reason because they're going to start, you know, cutting you back. Start. Like, we're not going to be able to go to the movie every single day. We're kind of a prime. I don't know that we're really a prime customer because we're still going to cost them lots of money. Um, I don't understand what they're thinking, but especially if you can go month by month for just this $15 a month, I'm on board. Yeah. And I, I've looked at in the, in the, in the app, um, our, our cards are in the mail, so they're, they're coming. But in the app, most every movie is available for most every time. I mean, I, I haven't seen... It seems like... I saw some weird things where certain movies were available at the Regal, certain movies were available at the Rave, and so it wasn't like just like... Because in the past, it was like, we have these three movies. You can see these three movies today. Now it's pretty much like all the movies, but sometimes it's not at every theater. I don't know. We'll see. It's just... It's worth it. I just don't know. I mean, you only got you only got to see two movies at night or three matinees for the whole month to make it worth it. Yeah. And then everything after that's just gravy. And summertime's coming up. My kids are going to be in Tulsa with the in-laws for a while. I mean, just, we'll be able to see lots of movies. We will see lots of movies. And we'll use Movie Pass as long as they will allow us to. I had a good buddy once named Rust who who said that time is a flat circle. And I just feel like me and you are going to be here having this conversation for the rest of time. Movie Let's Pass see. has to die at some point though, right? I don't understand how they're not dead. Especially if, if these rumors are true about like they lost, what, 90% of their subscribers right? in the last what year or what it, whatever the number was that's it's crazy it doesn't make any sense to me it's interesting so this this uh, article about amc subscribers is for for whatever reason estimating three dollar profit per member which just seems like not very much at all i, mean, I don't know what your profits look like in movies but yeah that is just paltry to me. Like to me, like it would be better if you did not like, and those people that are a list members, they're still going to go see movies. Wouldn't you rather than pay for every single ticket? I don't, I don't understand the concept to me. Like, I don't understand how movie pass comes out with this insanity. And then like anyone else says, yeah, let's, let's do that. We'll charge a little bit more, but let's do that. This uh, subscription model for movie theaters makes complete sense for customers. It makes no sense for anybody else. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't know. Are you? I, I feel like you have a chance to talk me into this again, but it's just like, can I, can I really, can I really give my heart to movie pass again? For only to get broken again in, in six months. No, it, this is clearly like movie pass and I, we are not getting married. We're, we've been clear about that. You're this, like, this, uh, this is a relationship. We're about to go to college and yet we are still going to be together this summer. And then we're going to separate colleges and we know that it's going to end and we're just fine with that. You're like that. This summer is going to be awesome. I was going to say you're like that, that couple at the hotel in Birmingham with the windows wide open. But Yikes. yeah, that's uh, that's a little, maybe a little too much uh, inside joke there. <sighs> ah, movie pass. Can they really do this to me again? Probably. Fifteen. See, fifteen dollars. That is an easy bet for me. Fifteen dollars to save many, many more than that. 
I'll take it month by month. I almost signed up for the year. I when I was on vacation, I was very close. Yeah, I was really close to doing it. And then it. I talked myself down, and I did that. I did. I did the eight month math, and I said, "Now, I, because basically, I'm either putting myself into a spot where they make it a whole year, and so I saved forty dollars paying for the whole year, but every single month I'm worried that like this is not this is not going to be good." I just, I can't see it lasting for more than eight months, especially in, in a good state. Like, yes, it may, I think, I think at some point they're probably going to go back to very limited movies. They're going to limit you. Like, like once you see like one movie in the month, then you're done. Like, yeah. You're, you're going to be very restricted. And you know, I mean, if that's the case, that's then, my concern. Then, then that's my last month, you know, and however many months that is, I feel certain that I'll come out way ahead. That's my concern that it's going to be like that from the, get go and so um, that's why i'm having trouble but a 15 month bet is eat the to me the risk reward is an easy calculus the reward is huge the risk is is very small if you take it month by month speaking of movies have i told you about my new trailer rule tell me so i started this close to the beginning of the year um that for any movie that i know i'm gonna see in theater I'm no longer watching trailers. I think a lot of this really came out of uh, the Last Jedi experience and knowing, like, getting late in that movie and thinking, there's still a lot of stuff I haven't seen. Like, where's this this planet with the, the white, like, salt stuff in the red underneath? Because that was featured pretty prominently in the trailers, right? And you get really deep into that movie and you're like, well, we still haven't seen that. So, you know, we still haven't seen that beautiful shot of Leia looking off into the the light just hitting her just perfectly. Um, so I just decided, you know what? I'm not going to be that guy anymore that watches the trailer and then goes on YouTube and watches the 30 minute breakdown of frame by frame of the trailer. And also, I'm not going to I'm not going to read uh you know, these stories that come out about leaked photos from the set. I'm just not going to do it anymore. I want to go in as blind as I possibly can. And so I started with uh, Captain Marvel. I was like, I know I'm going to see this movie. I'm not going to watch any trailers. I want to go in. And plus, I didn't know much about Captain Marvel. So I thought this would be a good test run of like, I won't be tempted to look because I don't really know much about her anyway. So, you know, I'm not I'm not like super excited to know about this movie. Can I, can I ask questions or do I need to hold my questions? You can ask questions as we go. So how, how does this functionally work when you are in a movie and they play the trailers? Uh, so I put my AirPods in as loud as I can and I look down or close my eyes. That I, I look like a total freak effective. show. Effective. Yeah. Effective freak show. Except not super effective because the, the second time I saw Endgame... I was playing them the whole time instead of taking them out when it was a movie that I didn't care about and I didn't mind seeing. Because it's not every trailer, right? Uh, this time I was like, I'm just going to leave them in the whole time. And guess what was the last trailer before Endgame? It was Star Wars. And guess what stopped working? Because they only last five <laughs> freaking minutes. Oh, gosh. That was uh, that was rough. Um, Yeah, so I look like a complete psychopath at movies. 
Um, but my friends and my wife have still gone with me and I think they think it's endearing. I'm not really sure. But yes, I put the headphones in and I crank it up really loud. So loud that you can hear it whenever the trailer stops and it goes back to the green screen. Yeah. But you know what? I'm 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 committing. I'm committing to this new way of life. And so Captain Marvel was the first test, did that well. Uh, Avengers Endgame was the the next really kind of big test of I don't want to I don't want to see anything. Uh but all of this, if I'm being honest, is just leading up to what I knew would be the inevitability of them dropping a Star Wars Episode 9 trailer, which came out what a few weeks ago, I guess. I was I was trying to strengthen my resolve before that came out because that's Did you watch the trailer. I have not. I have not watched the trailer. Okay. I have been in a theater where it is it has played three times and I still have not watched the trailer. Um I just I don't want to do it anymore. Like I, I just want to go I want to go into Star Wars as blind as I can and just enjoy it, you know? And how many opportunities do we get to do something like that where we just experience it, it makes me think of like when I was a kid and I didn't know anything about the internet or like reading up on all these theories or any of that stuff. I just saw a movie and, and, and experienced it. Right. And that's what I'm trying to do here. And I did go back yesterday or, or no today and watch the, the, the second like really full trailer for uh in game just to see like would it, and they kind of really, I, I think I would have been fine with it because it was mostly, it was like a retrospective trailer almost. They were showing all these scenes from past movies, you know, like there wasn't a ton of new footage in it. And even the stuff that was, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't given a whole lot away, but Star Wars, man, I, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to stay as, as far away from that as possible. It has caused some friction in some of my relationships because I have breakfast every Tuesday with some friends and we can't talk about it. Like when I'm there, we can't talk about star Wars or the, the Avengers stuff. Like they just got to keep that stuff for themselves. And, uh, I'm that weird friend now, basically. I was probably that weird friend anyway, but it's just a little more explicit now. I, do you have any, any trailer rules like that? I don't like to see trailers. I my my less severe version of what you do is that I I kind of just like don't pay attention to the trailer. Like I saw the trailer for Captain Marvel, but all I, all I really knew because I just like didn't really pay attention to it was just like Brie Larson is Captain Marvel. Okay. Yeah. And Captain Marvel is a Marvel superhero. It's going to be a superhero movie. But I I I just kind of like look down. I you know enjoy just the score and the you know all the sound of trailers which is <laughs> very much the same between a lot of different trailers yeah um because i i don't i don't really want to know a lot i, I really I, I don't know there's sometimes when i don't know anything that i do feel like retrospectively it would would have been better to know some things about it because I do realize sometimes it hits me that 
they're not explaining some things because they kind of assume a certain pre-knowledge of what's going on here. Um, especially with Marvel movies. It, probably especially, I haven't seen very many of the Marvel movies, but I will take your word for it. Well, they, they, you know, as far, as far as pre like previous movies. Yeah, sure. But I'm, I'm saying even like, like for us, like with us, for instance, if you don't know that, I don't feel like that trailer really did a good job of, I mean, explaining what the movie was. I haven't, I haven't seen the trailer. I feel I like you should go back and watch it. I should go back and watch the it. The movie is, to me, the movie we got, and we talked about some of this before we started recording, but the movie we got wasn't the movie I expected after seeing the trailer. The trailer is phenomenal. You should you should watch it. Uh, I wasn't sure I was going to see it, so I actually did see that trailer, and it was horrifying and amazing, and the movie didn't i didn't feel like it was horrifying at times but i don't i don't feel like it carried that tone of the trailer throughout the entire thing and and of course it's you know jordan pill he's got a few cards up his sleeve so he's not going to give everything away about his movie but i i had a very different impression and i think that's part of why i didn't fully buy into us as much as i could have is because I just had this expectation from the trailer and then then it just was, it was very similar, but not exactly what I was expecting. You should watch it though. It's, it's, it's probably one of the best trailers I've ever seen. It got me really hyped to see the movie and I would have too hyped. Yeah, exactly. It did. And, uh, you know, in, in retrospect, I probably should have added that to my list of, I'm only applying this rule to movies that I know I'm going to see. Like, I know I'm going to see Star Wars. There's no, I'm going to probably see it four or five times. Like There's no doubt that I'm going to see that movie. If it's a Marvel movie, I'm going to see it. Um, but I don't, I don't want to know going in. So I just want to be you know, as relatively blind as possible. But something like Us, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. It seems, seems like not a Levi movie. And then I saw the trailer. I was like, it's really not a Levi movie, but I, now I want to see it. That's... I should. I probably need to just apply this rule as a blanket, but then, but then I would have never gone and and, and seen us. So I don't know. It's it's a double edged sword. I, I will watch this trailer when it's light outside tomorrow. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's good. It's a good trailer. And I think there is a difference to be had between a fresh movie that is singularly unto itself and something that is a sequel or a prequel or is connected to previous movies that you've already seen. Because if you have the previous movies you've already seen, then you already have a lot of foreknowledge and pre-knowledge and, you know, understanding of the universe that you're walking into. And so in that, in that case, I think there's really like kind of no losing, not knowing anything about the particular movie you're going to see. Yeah, I I do feel like with with movies that are just themselves and they they don't have a whole you know body of movies around them, then it it can be a negative that you you the movie almost kind of assumes that you have seen the trailer in a yeah. way, and or 
or they they assume that you've seen it and they're purposefully purposefully trying to misdirect you a little bit. Like sometimes they do that. With and the so trailer. now, if you haven't seen the trailer, then like you're misdirected, and now you're just kind of almost like a little confused, and you're it's a little harder to like get solid ground on like what's going on in this movie and and where where are we going? Um, I, I guess what this really boils down to for me is that I'm just tired of the endless speculation and theories game that goes on with these these big tentpole movies and i it's my fault that i consume that stuff but it's because i just like it like i want to know i want to know as, as as soon as i can but i'm i'm i don't want to be that way anymore and so i'm trying part of me stepping away from that and wanting to go into these movies and like genuinely be surprised is i have to completely cut myself off from that stuff and it includes the trailers and it includes even when I'm at the gym trying to watch the walking dead on my iPad and they play a little 15 second, you know, teaser for captain Marvel. I take my headphones off and I look away like a weirdo by myself in the gym. But you know, that's just, that's what I got. It's all back to our, our live your life motto, Philip. That's, that's what I have to do because I am so obsessive about wanting to know. I just have to do a complete 180 and go to the other side. And I will say, I I mean, Avengers Endgame was amazing. And like going in and just, but again, I say they really didn't give a whole lot away in the trailer, I don't feel like. But just going in and experiencing it, it was there were so many actual surprises that happened that I wasn't expecting. I don't think any of those would have been spoiled by the trailer, but some of them might have been spoiled if I was in that same mindset that I was before of like, got to know everything getting on all the websites and consuming all of that i just went in and i just experienced it and it was fabulous and i've seen it three times now <laughs> like nine hours of my life that uh I'll, you know i'll never get back but it was a great nine hours i, I would go see it again if i could because it's just it's that much fun ah <sighs> man see this is this is why i need movie pass right so i can just go see it one time a month and then get cut off. Dang it. <laughs> I have no trust. I have no trust in movie pass. You can trust him for a month at a time. I I didn't watch the trailer for The Last Jedi before I saw it. Um so there's that. I really my anger with trailers comes from the the really really terrible trailers that give like all the beats of the movie away yeah. even like darn near like the twist the worst trailer i've ever seen is for an incredible documentary three three identical strangers i don't think you've seen it but it's a really really interesting story it's all it's all true and i i enjoyed it but the trailer like there are basically i don't know four or five beats to the movie that are all really unexpected and really really interesting but the trailer hits on like three or four of them. And the very first one, you are bought in. Like it is a really interesting story that there are these three triplets who find each other in college. Like guy just like walks in his walks in his dorm and someone calls him by a different name and he turns around and is like, Oh no, I'm John. And they're like, No, 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 you're David. And like, quit quit playing. And then David walks up and you're like, No, we're like the same person, but we're separate people. Like, what's going on here? And then there's another guy. Yes. There's another guy. <laughs> Bingo. 
So then there's another guy, same thing's happening, and it's triplets, and so all this stuff happens. It's really, really interesting. And yet, like, all you got to give me is that first beat, and I'm in. I'll see your movie. And then you can roll out all this stuff, and it'll be all fresh, and I'll be... And But I didn't get that, because I saw your trailer, and so now I'm just, okay, when are they going to get to that beat? When are they going to get to that beat? Oh, is, oh, there is another one. Okay. But I only got, like, one in the movie, because I got four in the trailer. So that really angered me. And there's lots of movies... Especially movies that just aren't as good have terrible trailers. But even like really good movies will just give like way too much away. Yeah. I, I to me, the goal of a trailer should be to give as little information as much information as has to interest you and no freaking more. Yeah. Now we talk about lay people on this show sometimes. And I realize that for lay people, maybe like they need a lot more than I do to know if they're going to see the movie or not. And you know, some people are not as some people a like don't get don't get to movies as easily, so they're going to a lot fewer movies. So maybe they got to be a lot more choosy about which movies they're going to see and which movies they aren't. We we're pretty fortunate that we we get babysitting from both sides of our family, and we we get out to movies. A little easier than, than some folks generally would, I think. Me, yeah. So, I mean, we basically see like anything that we're probably interested in, then we'll go see it. So if I had to be more choosy, maybe I would want to watch more trailers. I just want trailers to be better. That's re- Honestly, that's really where I'm at, is that for, honestly, like Star Wars and Avengers, like there's a certain, that's, that's a certain type of movie, but that's that's the very narrow sliver of types of movies that clearly those, I mean, you you know what what you're hoping to get. You don't you don't need a trailer to know anything about that. But most movies, I just want to give me just enough to be interested. And now I know what I'm initially walking into. But then you can have like three or four beats that you don't give away, and I get to experience them in the movie. I've extended it beyond just movies now too, like TV shows as well. I'm, I have not watched any. I have not watched the Stranger Thing, Stranger Things uh, trailer. For, uh, no reason to do three. that. I mean, why would you want to watch that trailer? It, it that's that's the same sort of thing. It's it's got previous material. As long I mean, you've seen the previous material, so you know the universe you're walking into. You know you're gonna watch it. I did not watch the OA season two trailer. And we didn't either. Have you? Have you? Have you? We watched? did watch season two. It was a season. <laughs> that was oh, that's a show, man. It is, and I can't turn away from it no it's i and this is talk, talk about buy-in that to me is like the ultimate just enjoy the show or get out oh yeah because if you don't want to enjoy it you can find all sorts of things oh for sure to not enjoy about it but if you just want to enjoy it it's great i mean it's a really enjoy like you just look at like and some player and i watching we just look at each other and like what the heck just happened like we gotta watch another episode like what time <laughs> is it um and this season was tremendously better than the first season right? which i didn't think the, the entire time well, i watched the first season yeah. i was thinking what am i doing watching this show but i can't stop i recommended it to you right i i don't remember i th- actually think i actually think it was a friend of the show justin and and uh his wife but then you know like you were we were all kind of talking about it at the same time but during that whole first season i was like 
this is ridiculous, but I can't stop. It was a really interesting one to recommend because when you recommend it to anyone, you can't just say, hey, you should watch the OA. It's a good show. <laughs> you kind of got to give them just like, hey, see what you think about it. It's really interesting, but it's weird. You know, don't yeah. expect it to be normal in, in the least bit. But knowing that and then going into season two, it was like, yeah, it's still bananas crazy oh and and we're just gonna we're not gonna raise it a level we're gonna raise it like 30 levels but at this point i'm just in man i'm in for the ride and i kind of i don't know why but i just assumed going into the second season that this isn't a show that you can just do forever right I really thought this might be it. Like it was just going to be two seasons and done. And then when it ends on this like really crazy cliffhanger, I'm like, all right, when's season three coming out? Probably in two years, but I'm, I'm game. Let's do it. I really didn't know if they'd have a season two. Yeah. Because I really didn't know, like, where would you take this story? You know? Oh, yeah. I, honestly, obviously there were some obvious places to take it. But it, it seemed like a the sort of thing where maybe they just wanted to like let you go there on your own, you know, like where do you go if you go to another realm? You know, was this all is is she real or does she right. just have the books and so she's just making this whole story up and now she's dead? You know, I I thought they may spoilers. <laughs> I, I thought I thought they may. Um, just want to like let your imagination go, and that's what you get from that. Like you create the season two, and you, you, you. But if you create the season two in your head, you are not going to create that season two. Oh no, not at all. And I mean, yeah, I mean from the very very beginning, it starts off with a completely new character, with a completely different plot. It seems with a completely different set of char- completely different setting, completely different universe or what, what do you call it uh, uh, yeah it's a it's, it's a different uh so, different dimension yeah dimension thank you i uh by the way i can't i can't think of the character's name in the show but the, the new character loved him yeah i loved him i was like all right i'm aboard let's just see what this guy's doing i don't even have to follow these other goobers in the other dimension yeah and, uh, and it hit me when i was watching this show like that guy from the, i haven't seen him in anything and yeah, I don't think I have either. He's if great. he wasn't good, season two was not going to be good. I mean, you had to you had to be confident in his abilities to pull it off. And oh, he did. It was great. I'm glad that you got caught up because I think I watched the entire second season before you guys even started it. True. And um, it was just... <laughs> Once you start it, you get through it pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no stopping. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's big dominoes. I don't Fallen. think I don't think I can ever recommend this show to anybody though. I feel like it's you, a show that you f- you you ha- if you know people that watch it and they're in like that's just your club and it's just it's too risky of a show for me to recommend to someone because they're either gonna love it and that's great you're part of the family or you're gonna think what is wrong with Levi and why am I listening to anything he ever says about I don't know it? thinking back to the first season. And speaking of like beats and not giving away every single one of them, did you watch the trailer for the OA for season one? No, I just I just okay. watched. I, I no, I didn't. I didn't know anything about it. I had no idea what the sh- the show was about. Uh, side note: the same thing happened to me with uh, the. Oh, I can't think of the. It's another Netflix show. 
There aren't very many. Something doll. So I'm sure I'll be able to name something it. doll. Uh, gosh, rolled, rolled doll? No. Oh, Russian doll. Russian doll. Yeah. Same thing happened with that show where it was like I saw, I saw it was getting really good reviews, and the I started to read a review of it, and the first paragraph was, "The less you know about this show, the better." I read that, and so. I stopped reading right there and I was like, okay, I'm going to so watch. You didn't know anything about it? I haven't watched I, it yet. I didn't know. I, I know a decent amount. Of I it. knew absolutely nothing about it. And when I went to Netflix and I just saw like the, the hero image or whatever, I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was going to be like a, like a spy thriller or something. I mean, I had no idea. I had yep. no idea what to expect. And then it was just, again, this crazy, weird, beautiful experience that you just you're just riding on for the eight episodes or however long it was so speaking of netflix movies that you just play i don't know if you i don't know if you know about the movie called okja it's this korean this is movie that a lot of it's in korean subtitled with english subtitles and it's about it's it's an odd movie but it's really interesting and I just, I, like, I think I wasn't feeling well one day. I was laying in bed and I just played it. And I didn't have like any reason to play it. And I, I don't even know if I watched, I think I might have watched like the first. I do this a lot of times with Netflix stuff. Because Netflix puts out enough stuff that they put out some crap. <laughs> and so I will, and plus like they will play that trailer as soon as they can for you, which is obnoxious. Yeah. But Right, yeah. yeah. So a lot of times like I'll see the first kind of 10, 15 seconds. And from that, if I, if I see that I'm going to want to watch it, then let's do this. I think I may have done that with the OA or I may have watched the whole season one trailer, but from what I remember, and I can be very forgetful about trailers, which is a a blessing. Um, But from what I remember, all they really told you was there's this girl who was blind and then she comes back and she's not blind. And so for one thing, that is a pretty easy hook to get anybody in on. Like that's a really yeah. interesting story. But it also really does not explain the show no, in, no, no, no. in any way. But if you explain the show, people are going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. you got to get people in the door. The 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 first episode of the first season of the OA is one of my favorite episodes of anything ever because it's got this really interesting part at the beginning where she jumps off the bridge. She's blind. She's not blind anymore. She's back. And the credits roll an hour oh, into yeah. this hour and 20 minutes. Those credit, those credits were one of the best pieces of media I've ever seen. Yeah. It's when like the credits roll. You're in Russia now. She's a little girl and she's starting to tell his story. Incredible. Yep. Just the way that that's done. They, they tried to pull a little bit of the same thing on season two and they did a fine job of it, but it wasn't the first time you'd seen it done but it's their thing and i'm all for it just oh i gotta watch that first episode just just for and i told my dad to watch the oa and i almost started to tell him it's really interesting because the credits don't work for an hour i was like no don't don't mention it just let him experience it because ah it's a great experience and that's when i was that's when i was sold i'm like okay i'm i'm I'm, I'm on i'm on this train and and it's going to crazy town but i'm on you didn't know it was going to Real, real crazy town at that point. Yeah, true, true, yeah. I mean, it, you knew this was getting weird, but you didn't know. You hadn't seen nothing yet. And I felt like every episode of season two, it just 
accelerated it. And yet, so what I told Blair at one point, I think it was like season, like episode six or seven of season two. Is was this pre-big fish tank or that's post? post. Okay. Yeah, that's episode six. Is that the craziest part about this show and the kind of most impressive thing about this show is that none of this makes any sense except for together it all makes sense. There is so much continuity between all of this insanity that is amazing to me. It's just like none of it makes any sense with reality. And yet they they have like a they have everything like tightly woven together ultimately. It's just wild. How did you feel about just because again, when we talked about Bandersnatch, you weren't a fan of all the super meta ness of of some of those choices in in that that movie so how did you feel about the over the top super meta netflixiness of the the end of of season two it depends to a certain degree on where they take it but it's almost it's just a different flavor of of uh what's the word you're using the dimension the the meta oh meta the meta-ness because like this show's obviously going to be meta in a show that no show's ever gone meta before if it goes if it goes meta so well and this show can get away with it because the whole premise is there are multiple dimensions true and so they can do this whole thing what where oh we are we're just we're in this reality now where we are the actors of this show and that's just like what <laughs> i mean it, it, it was such a wild way to end it and yet again i feel like i'm even less certain of what a season 3 would look like than i was wondering what a season 2 would look I, like you know <laughs> and who knows how long it'll be before we get it cuz i mean this is this is this is when you make crazy like this kind of like Westworld you it takes time to craft these stories like you can't just spit this stuff out in I, a year I really wonder how they write it because I wonder I wonder if there's a lot about things that go through dimensions and time it's like I I feel like they could just write a story from beginning to end and then be like, okay, how are we going to cut this up? Where where are we going to come in? Where are we going to flash back to? Where are we going to flash forward to? And do it that way. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe they almost like start in the middle and then figure out. I don't know. I, I'd be really interested to see what the process is like. Because it's, I mean, there's so much going on. And yet, like I say, like it all ties together. And, and, it's, and Westworld's a good analog to it where it's kind of like none of this makes any sense except for all together it totally does you no know? no show to me has ever been more insanely layered than westworld but yet i i can't stop like i'm just i'm all into this intricately woven and crafted story and it's it's very similar right this experience with with the oa and i i just i don't know man like it's such a cool time that we live in where we have all of these streaming services and you've got such a variety right you've got these crazy 
whacked out shows like the OA. Which you <laughs> what network? Oh, what, what would yeah. it take for any network? I mean, I guess it would probably have to be on like Sci-Fi Channel. Like that's its only hope. But even then, it's just it's way too. But it would never like, make quality it. for that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's way. Yeah, too they deep wouldn't for get that. the money. Obviously, it, they would have to do it at such a lower budget. And like, what's like? Honestly, obviously, you got the pilot, and uh, it's got a great first episode. So maybe. But I just, ugh. but then you still, because there's so many of these platforms now, you still get just the 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 popcorn fare too. Like all the Marvel Netflix shows, which are now defunct because of Disney Plus. Like I don't regret any of that time I spent. I, I finally, I finally got through. I, I slogged through season two of Luke Cage, and then I slogged through season two of uh, Iron Fist, and then I got to season three while, of while working. I'm assuming. Uh, no, this was all working out at, at okay, night. Okay. And then I got through season three of Daredevil, which was phenomenal. I love Daredevil. So good. And then I, I just finished the other day uh, season two of The Punisher. And it was it was a lot of fun, too. I'm sad because they're gone. And like I know I'm never going to get anything else. But I just think like I've got these shows where I can zone out and just, you know, it's, the stories aren't that complex and the characters are just whatever. But I enjoy it because it's it's all part of this bigger, you know, Marvel experience. But then I've got these crazy shows like Westworld and the OA and who knows what else. Oh, the Russian Doll Show. I, I mean, there's, speaking of a show that I have no idea what a season two would look like or if there even will be a season two, if there's even a need for a season two, oh, that that's a, a show. That, that is a miniseries, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I mean, it. I, I read a few articles with uh, Natasha Leone, I think is her name after and i mean it seems like they're like they're on board to do another season but like what would that even look like i, I have no i don't know i need to watch it i have no idea oh oh you haven't watched it i haven't oh, okay i'm just sitting here assuming that you watched it but it was a lot of fun and they're short so it, it you know it you can knock a show like that out pretty quickly and and uh yeah it's good if you like the oa <laughs> then <laughs> <laughs> this is a little more straightforward, I think, than than uh, the craziness of the OA. In terms of how they write the OA, I'm sure it involves a lot of psychedelics and maybe going into a a, a, a TP somewhere and communing. Do dodecahedron storyboard. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like, I don't know how else you could get to these storylines without taking your your consciousness to another level but something I'll never do. So I don't know. <laughs> I like being in control of myself, uh, Philip. Uh, I don't know if you know that about me. Pros and cons. You, you do know that the lesser Marvel TV shows that are, that have been done on Netflix, they're going to start doing those on Hulu. Well, there are some, way. there are some new shows that are going to be on Hulu that are in that vein and but coming saying, in coming vein, out of the it, same. You don't have to pay as close attention to it as you would. Well, I probably I, I probably won't get into those. It, it's really they started it with Daredevil and it was so good and I love Daredevil and I love um, Kingpin and and then they brought the Punisher into season two and then he got his own show. It's really that core like Luke Cage, meh, whatever. Uh, Iron Fist, eh, whatever. Uh, and Jessica Jones, it was the first season was really 
well received and it was good. Um, season two, not very good. And they're about to come out with season three, which will be the last, you know, Marvel net Netflix show we get. I just, I liked that those characters, the, the daredevil set of characters. And I'm, I'm kind of bummed that we won't get any more with them. Cause even this last season, it was just, it's like, this is still really good. And the, the, <clears throat> some of the things that they would do with the choreography and the fight scenes were just really cool. And like seeing that stuff on, on a TV show, like, Again, it's not really a TV show because it's a Netflix TV show. So I'm sure they had a lot more money to go around, but it was just pretty rad. And now there's going to be all these upper tier limited series right. is what they're calling them for uh, Disney Plus that are going to have characters from the movies, which none of none of these shows really ever did. There might have been a few like really low level exceptions. Um, and there was some crossover in, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. occasionally, but, uh, like these are going to be legit, like the stars from the, uh, the movies are going to be in these, these limited series. Now they're not the, you know, they're not the core six Avengers. Well, I guess Hawkeye's in one, but you know what I mean? Like they're not the big stars, but it'll be fine. Like Disney plus happened while we were, uh, on our sabbatical. Uh, very true it hasn't happened happened but they came out and super cheap revealed the prize yeah i mean we had talked about this i think on the last episode we yes. did they could have charged so much more and well, i would have paid it 15 a month was my guess yeah and we were gonna and we would absolutely pay 15 a month yeah and what is it 6.99 right or 70 dollars a year so that's that's awesome not even six dollars a month and and it's gonna be it's going to be so spectacular after all these deals run out. I mean, it's really not in terms of like competition, but in terms of I'm subscribing to Disney Plus and I want all of the Marvel movies to be on this service. It's going to be it's going to be great. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm just I'm still I can't I can't comprehend why that price, but I guess they just assumed, you know, we could get a lot of people or we could just get everyone. <laughs> Let's just get everyone at seven bucks, you know? Like, well, I guess the assumption for a lot of folks is that they'll up the price steadily, like like Netflix has done, right? Um, and so, you know, they get you in and then they just keep up in the price and you feel the value of the service. So you just you just keep it. I felt like, and it's not this way, but man, it really felt like shots fired <laughs> for Apple's service. Not... And again, these companies, I don't feel like they're, they have great relationships with each other. You know, they've got people on each other's boards. So I, I don't feel like it's adversarial necessarily, but if you're Disney and you come out at at six ninety nine, like what is Apple going to have to do to actually get people to subscribe to this service that is going to be vastly limited in terms of content when compared to something like Disney Plus? I mean, there are those series, I guess, that they could give it away, but I just don't, I just can't see them doing that either. I don't know. With, I, I think I'm on board with a bundle that darn near gives it away if you'll join any of their other services. Yeah. Because um, they just, well, even I, even if they have incredible stuff, 
even if their shows are incredible, which some of them look wonderful. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think some of them look wonderful. I didn't I'm get lo- that feeling from anything they showed. The only thing that interested me was the Steve Carell show. And that's just because it's Steve Carell. I'm, I don't even really like Jennifer Aniston or Reese Witherspoon. So I'll just have to like deal with them. Don't hurt me, people. That looks that looks interesting. That looks funny. It's the only thing that stood out to me. And I get the only reason was my man Steve Carell. Of course, of course. <laughs> um we've we've taken to watching movies with Steve Carell and then because my daughter just sees the office on all the time. And so she's a big fan of Michael. And so we started <laughs> watching uh, uh Evan Almighty the other day and she you know, about 10, 15 minutes in, she's like, where's Dwight? That's funny. <laughs> she just He's in heaven. She doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't know, like, this this Michael, separate from any of these other characters. Dan in real life, criminally underrated Steve Carell movie. Great. Yeah. I've, he's in uh, The Way Way Back, too. Have you seen The Way Way Back? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gracious. Maya Rudolph is in it. Sam Rockwell is in it. It's so good. And Allison Janney plays an insane character. Is Maya Rudolph in that? Maya Rudolph. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Um, it's great. The Way Way Back. Absolutely recommend that movie. I've seen it way too many times because Blair will watch it over and over and over and over again. Um, but I, I, I will, I will even enjoy it when it's watched over and over and over again. I, I still am like, we should watch something else, shouldn't we? But Little Miss Sunshine. Another Little Miss Sunshine. Steve Carell. Uh, absolutely. Of course, Anchor Man. You know? <laughs> I love Lamp. Um, what was I gonna say? So I think I think C looks really good. I think that the show that Kamal Nanjani and his wife are doing looks really interesting. So um, I think they have I think they have some interesting stuff. But when you compare them with anybody else, it's just paltry. Yeah. The amount of content that they're gonna have. So I really just can't see them. Cause okay. There's there's this minimum price that you kind of have to charge to me if it's going to be a charge on its own. Like you can't make it like a 2.99 movie service. Yeah. At that point, just bundle it in with something, you know. Um But, you know, I mean it's not crazy either when you when when you compare it to say Apple Music that's 9.99 for this incredible wealth of content right so you've got this little tv service over here that's a fraction of the content and i don't know maybe maybe they'll come out i don't know have have they come out and said anything about if there's going to be other content too that are they making deals like that or is it exclusively their stuff they've really only said that they have the channels stuff where you can subscribe to hbo and showtime and probably at a discount um so that it's going to be in the TV app and, you know, it's going to be kind of part of their service, but kind of not. And they're streaming all this stuff too, right? Which is... Yes, which, which is, is interesting. <laughs> really they're, interesting. They're uh, owning the the delivery of it, which is, I don't know, it's odd. Um, but they, they haven't said anything about back catalog or anything like that. Um, they, I, I, I guess... To me, it, now, Hulu just came down to five ninety nine, for instance. To me, that's almost kind of like the lowest you can go before it just seems weird. Yeah, it's just, it's just almost as like 
obvious how little we're giving you because we can only charge two ninety nine or three ninety nine for it. I don't know. Well, what's even seems cr- weird to me. What's even crazier about that too now is that I mean, Hulu essentially is Disney now. And yeah, we'll see where so, that goes. So think six ninety nine and five ninety nine for all of that content. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's a lot. What they're doing, and there's probably going to be natural synergies there to combine those two services into a you know a discounted rate. Now Hulu is five ninety nine with really obnoxious <laughs> ads. That that should be said. Which I guess is what we have because we they had a deal around Christmas where right. if you were like a new sign up, you got it for a dollar. And that, that's what we have because it comes through our Sprint Unlimited. And I wish there was an option to pay them like any amount of money to get up to the no ads, but it's either you know zero dollars or full ten or twelve dollars or whatever it is for their adless service. But it's just the same ads over and over and over again. And they have solid like two minute ninety second. You know, two minutes and 90 second commercial breaks, which especially when you're watching something like The Handmaid's Tale is really, really obnoxious because it's such a deep, dramatic show. Yeah. And it's like, you got like wonderful pistachios, you know, telling you <laughs> get cracking or whatever. Um, so I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see what, what Apple does with their service. It's just at the outset is weird that they're... N- don't seem to have any back catalog. They seem to just be going with their original stuff. And, you know, no one has done that. No one has. I mean, Netflix didn't have any original They could stuff now. And it's, it's probably what they're going to become at some point now that you've got all of these other companies starting their own thing. I mean, think about it. Like, Netflix's third-party content is just going to continue to dwindle. Well, I actually heard, um, I was listening to the tech meme ride home podcast the other day and he was talking about this big old long read that um the former head of amazon studios some part of that uh did this whole breakdown of like netflix and where it's going and they've they have two-thirds less content like from what i understood they have like a third of the content that they had two years ago or something like that like back especially back back when they had like all the stars content like that was when there was just like this wealth of content and then that rolled off and they lost a whole bunch of movies and that's kind of simultaneously they started getting a lot more original stuff at that time you know not not coincidentally and they're not getting any more of the disney or marvel certainly not or star wars stuff from i don't know if they have any like warner brothers stuff but warner brothers owns hbo now and we'll see yeah i don't goes i don't think they have much there they do have some like of their animated kid stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say there's probably a whole lot of it, but they could still survive just because of the quality of their original content, which absolutely was their plan, you know. But like that, that's a whole like chicken and egg is the right thing to say. But I don't know. It's almost like the chicken and egg is that like you kind of have to get people in the door to get money to make the original stuff, but also have this back catalog stuff because you can't come out with that much original you can't spend seven million dollars on original stuff immediately you can't just have a whole original well i mean it doesn't seem like good but apple's going for it that they're spending you know one or two billion dollars on just this whole bunch of original stuff that is going to be the service like that's just going to be it I, i don't i don't think there's any way they can charge more than what disney plus is going to be 
you know, any just Apple and pricing, it just doesn't make, you know, it doesn't have to make sense. And but, you know, hardware is just totally different than subscriptions and services. It's just a totally different ball game. I don't feel like Apple, especially the quality of shows that is on all the other services. I mean, there's quality shows way more quality shows on Netflix than any other, but that's, that's almost just kind of like a quantity thing going on. You know, it's like probably about the same percentage of Hulu's originals are good as Netflix originals. It's just like Netflix originals is five times as many. So they have five times as many good shows too. But I, I, I just don't see where Apple can say like, we're adding, you know, our shows are so much better. Like that's where they get off charging what they do with hardware is because their hardware is, better and their os is better and so it's worth the additional cost and that's how they get people to pay you know the so-called apple tax but i don't feel like they can apply that same logic i mean like jason snell talks about when you're pricing like the home pod for instance when you're pricing an apple product you come up with just the craziest bananas number you can and then you add like 50 dollars to it you yeah. know i mean and that was totally true like 299 seemed like the the ceiling of that home pod and sure enough 349 i mean now it's down to 299 sensibly but all that to say is just like i don't think it's gonna go well for them if they come in like 999 or something i'm not, I'm not gonna sign up for that i i, would, I just think they would be i mean i pressed. still haven't bought the uh, airpods <laughs> or an apple watch i'm still rocking my series zero yeah. so you know how price conscious i am all yeah. of a sudden i don't know what's wrong with me <laughs> I can't stop. Adulting is hard. Oh, we'll you know see. what? You know what would get me though is if they doubled my free iCloud storage from five to ten gigs. I'd be on board. Oh, uh, Apple Arcade looks awesome. It does, but I don't play enough mobile games to. I don't play enough console games. You know, like if if I'm gonna be spending time in a game, I want to. I want to be in front of my OLED TV and, you know, some single player experience that I'm going to sync. I I easily put 60 hours into Red Dead too. I don't even want to talk about Zelda, but I only play like one game a year. So, you know, Spider-Man. Did you ever finish Spider-Man? You still I was actually just played it for a few minutes before you got here tonight for the first time in months. I've been I've been going back to that too because I've been trying to finish out the the DLC. But I've been playing a lot of Madden. That's ah. I just I enjoy Madden. Oh yeah, it's it's a great. I game. get it. Enjoyable for the brain. I I think about it and nothing else while I play it, so it gets my mind off of whatever's going on. It's fun. I have uh I have gone back to Mario Run. Been playing a lot of Mario Run lately because <laughs> Kanan and Declan love it and. If all goes well during the day, we we they each get a turn playing the remix ten, whatever that means, yeah. uh, before bed, and then, yeah, that's like Mario on whatever the OA people. I guess take <laughs> remix the ten. Remix. remix ten is the Mario people got together with the OA people, and they all got in the same TP. And just really went for it, and that's what remix remix ten is. It's crazy. It, it's a little odd, but I it's, like it. It's such a good game. It's so well done. 
I, it's it's such a well done. Game. I've fallen in love with it all over again. I, it came out around the time that Everly was born, and so I was playing it a lot right. when I was like, you know, trying to get her to sleep or just rocking her or whatever. Because it's a perfect one-handed game. Great for that. And I don't understand. It, it, what, I don't understand why it wasn't as successful as it as it what I think it should have been. Like it's a it's great, and it's for nine ninety nine. Again, maybe it's just because I come from the console world, and I'm not thinking about what people in the mobile mobile world are used to. But it's great. I don't understand what what people had against it, or it just seems like it wasn't as critically acclaimed as I as what it is to me. I mean. I'm the only critic that matters. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't see one way or the other. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know what makes even when decide I, to pay for something or not. Yeah, it even make any sense to me anymore. Even when I hear people on like games podcasts talk about it now, like occasionally it'll come up. You know, it's always in kind of a negative hmm. tone, and I I don't. That's just not the experience I had odd. at all. I mean. For ten bucks, and I'm still playing it. Like what? Almost three years later, and uh, it's just all over again. I'm back in it, and they've added this extra content. And I don't know, man. It's a great value to me, but I'm not. I'm not a guy that buys a lot of mobile games. Yeah, so I'm looking what do I know? To see with this Mario Kart thing that they're being very secretive about that they're coming out with on iOS. I love Mario Kart. It's a fun one. Who doesn't love not Mario Kart? Me. No, I'm not a monster, is what I'm saying. 